Regina Nissan, the presenting sponsor of Off the Hustle Podcast. And this month, you can get into the all-new Nissan during the all-in clear-out event. Finance a 2021 Nissan Murano during the month of October for 0% for 60 months. Or check out and pre-order the redesigned 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. With Regina Nissan, you don't have to wait for a vehicle. Come down and take the delivery of your new Nissan today. Make sure to head on down to Nissan Regina at 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan, or visit them online at reginanissan.ca. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kosher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy, can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hosel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Hey everybody, we're back for another episode of Off the Hosel, episode number 95. My name is Drew Kosher, I'm your host. Joined by Stat Guy Rip. What's going on, Rip? Not much. 95. Who was 95? Birkowski? Who? Birkowski, the dad plays in Colorado? Birkowski. What's his name? Number Bur- 95. Birkowski. Is that his name? Yeah. Well, still right. I don't know. Did he wear 95? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, no Troy today. Full agenda, though, as always, for this podcast. First, I mentioned that this is a Nissan-driven podcast. Number one, place to your next vehicle, oil change, or any vehicle-related needs. They're located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. It's time today. Make the switch to drive Nissan. Uh, Rip, okay, we had a busy weekend. I had a busy week. What's uh, what's up with you? How are things? Uh, things are good. Just hanging out. Uh, living the dream. Uh, we got shut down here for a few days because... We're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild couple days for me. Walked us through game, the first game of the season, though. First game of the season. Or, uh, yeah, sorry, third game of the season. But. Third game of the season, first for the Huskies. Yeah, we played the Huskies the Friday night. We ended up losing 3-2. There was over, it was pretty close to a sold-out barn in Saskatoon, so it was a pretty cool exper- experience. Um, it's Mike Babcock's first game. You ever heard of him? Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. That's it? Yeah, we had a wild situation. So, well, walk us through the game. I mean, you're up two one with some time left in the game. And yeah, you know, or, yeah. I felt like we played well enough to win. I think we probably should have won. Um, yeah, we're up two one with six minutes left and ended up losing three two in regulation. Fuck. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah, but just like the whole day leading up to it, it was just wild. So, we played Grant Mac last weekend, and then uh, we get a notified that there's a couple cases throughout their team so i don't know we don't like it nothing affects us um everyone's feeling fine no side effects and no, no one's really feeling sick in our room and then thursday comes along and uh we're told that U of S won't let us play unless you go get tested and oh boy and so the rule is is if you have three people test positive for covid your team's shut down or whatever yeah and uh first two guys go covid positive we're like oh fuck here we go 
we proceed to test 26 more guys. Negative. We reverse swept COVID. <laughs> so we so that's Thursday. We get tested, go go practice, whatever shit happens. Friday, we got to get tested again for some reason. And uh, we end up having another member of our program getting positive. So it's three three cases. So we're like, all right, we're shut down. And then uh, we, so that was like right before we got on the buses when we found out we had another positive. And uh, we were like unpacking our gear and all of a sudden our captain Chalker's like, hang on, like we might still play. And we're like, what? So we notify U of S and U of S, I'm, Mike Babcock is he big dog Scott Moe in this one. <laughs> we uh we like we're Babs. not yeah they so you ask goes you guys either forfeit or you play this game. And we're like, what? So our head of athletic had a meeting with the league and with U of S, and while this is while this meeting's going on, we're waiting to leave to leave. And so time's going Saskatoon by. Saskatoon is not exactly 12 minutes from Regina. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're sitting there. Up. We're supposed to leave at like 2.15-ish, I believe. Yeah. It's 3 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 7 o'clock game. Okay. So we're waiting. Biggest like, game of the year thus far. Yeah. Like big game coming up. Rivals, obviously. And uh, we're just like, fuck it. Like we have to get on this bus and go. So we, we pack up the bus without even knowing if we're going to play. So we're driving to Saskatoon. Because we're like, if we don't leave now, like, we're not going to make it for warm-ups. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're on the bus, and then we get the call. Yeah, we're playing. And uh, we showed up, like, maybe we – sh- we showed up to the rink at f- maybe 45 minutes before warm-ups. And then you had to unpack the bus and wow. shit like that. Dude, it was just, like, it was crazy. And for us to only lose 3-2 with – it was just a fucking – Depleted blend. lineup, yeah, too. We're, like- yeah, depleted lineup. Two of our best D aren't there. Um, it, it was just, it was, yeah, my, we were just in a blender and, you know, yeah, it was wild, but fuck for us almost to win that game after all that was pretty crazy. Absolutely. I yeah. was rooting for you guys. Yeah. So now you're up to Edmonton next, or this upcoming weekend, yep. correct? Friday, Saturday? Yep. They are a good team, correct? Yeah, they're one of the best programs in the country. I don't know, just every they're they always have sold out barns like it's yeah they do things the right way in edmonton paid off from fuck they're in the national championship i feel like every year so yeah i'm okay they're solid solid program for sure um okay what else we gotta do some golf talk obviously some hockey talk um storm buzzing right now yeah storm is buzzing seven one and one how many games do you guys play this week played three yeah i'm exhausted (laughs) my voice hurts yeah my back hurts this this next week's gonna be nice. We have two practices with the team, and then a couple morning skates. But and then a big matchup Friday night in Saskatoon, taking on the Quakers. Best on best, best on best. So we'll see how she goes. I'm excited, and we get some guys back too, which is nice. We've been playing with the five guys out, or yeah, four guys out. Yeah, for five games. So and you're buzzing. We're finding a way. Yeah, scraping by. So it's getting getting free wins. Yep, boys are buzzing. Boys are buzzing right now. I'd love to see it. <laughs> So no, I'm happy with the, the way they're playing right now, and like I said, we got some guys back in the lineup, which will be will be good for our, our program. And you know, I think the guys are excited to see him back too. So yeah, that is my weekend. I was full on hockey. 
So I'm exhausted, I'm tired. Um, let's go to some golf. You got some golf to talk there, Rip? Golf with the the Zozo Championship. Zozo. Zozo. Matsuama. Oh, my God. Butchered his name. <laughs> one at one with Sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one at minus 15. Wow. Yeah. Over who? Uh, Tringill. <laughs> minus 10. Yeah, he had a five. He won by five strokes. Wow. Played well. Out. Yeah, no kidding. Um, that was played. Oh, I was like, you probably, well, I didn't watch any of it because every, all the tea time started at fucking 2 a.m. Yeah, no chance to watch it. So, well, I mean, you were just at home at those times. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just dropped. Yeah, I had to go find my car. <laughs> go find my car again. Where the where's the PGA off to next week? Uh, they are at the Bermuda Championship. Oh, Port Bermuda. Royal. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that sounds like no fun. Yeah. Big names in that event? Does it show you in there or no? There's no names up right now. It's always a big event though. Like, that's the one thing I love about golf though. It never ends. I feel like. It, Every weekend. It, well, it doesn't. It ends for like two weeks. Yeah. And then we live here and we just have to like not play golf for nine months. And yeah. then how to like re-trigger our swing. Yeah. Well, that's why we were, uh, I was saying like if we get shut down for two weeks or whatever, I'm going to Kelowna. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, so have yeah. a nice trip. It's plus 15 out every day um, right now and the golf course is still open. So I'm like, see ya. Go that golf. is true. Yeah. What else am I supposed to do? Sit around and fucking use, use my putting green. It's covered in leaves. <laughs> Yeah. And snow right away. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, talk about last week's guest, and it was, you know, Ken Rogers. Kenny. KR. KR. People loved it. I loved it. I had fun with it. Kenny's a good dude. Talked a lot about nationals and winning the cup teams, and fuck, I love those stories. Makes me so jealous of like, not going to nationals yet, ever. Probably never going to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, well... Don't shoot 81 at the end. Yeah, so. don't <laughs> shoot any shoot anything in the 80. You don't deserve to go to nationals, but yeah, it's true. Just be less shitty, I guess. Be better. Be as better, it, as Rip says. No, yeah. So Ken was good. A lot of fun. People enjoyed it. Um, yeah, like we're we're getting close to 100 here. We're getting real close. Yeah. Like one Hyundai. One Hyundai, as Mister Cylinder would say. Yeah. One Hyundai. Speaking of Cylinder, his son scored his first goal. We, we mentioned yeah. it last week at, at the end of the podcast, but. Scored a big goal last week first in the National Hockey League. Ever heard of it? Was it last week? Yeah. Last week he scored. Or was it this week? I think it was this week. He played last. No. Doesn't matter. So I'll look at goal. the DMs right now. Scored a goal. Yeah. Scored a goal. In the Thurs- National Hockey League. Thir- on Thursday. Yeah, he scored a, ho- scored a hockey goal in the best league in the world. Must be nice. Hazel bump. Hey, absolutely it is. Hey, I wanted to ask you this. Because, I mean, and I think Troy brought it up last week about dress code. Now... I don't know. Like I, I saw what the Leafs came off the bus. I didn't like what some of those guys were wearing. I think the only guy that was kind of like out of the ordinary was Matthews. They were sweats. No, he wasn't. They were like jogger sweats. Yeah, I don't know. Socks I saw were up to his kneecaps. BXL is pretty rattled about it. Oh, yeah. I love BXL. That is yeah. a weapon. Yeah, he's... We need him on the show. That would be sick to talk to. Yeah. He pulled uh, his tie off on, on, on air. Yeah. <laughs> it's fortunate. I know. What a nail. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't mind it. Next question for you. Okay. When and is or both of them going to get fired? Keith and Dubas? Is it right away? Or one is one they didn't fire or both didn't fired? We know how good a buddy they are. Um, but their best players aren't not well, playing. Well, Keith ain't getting fired. 
first. No? No, because that's Dubis' job to fire him. True. Yeah, well, they're only two and three, dude. Two, three, and one through six games. Yeah, look at their best players, though. Matthews they... just started playing. True. But um, Martin, though. I don't know. It's tough to say. Their best players are the guy that makes the lead minimum. Honestly, I think players are going to go first before those two. Yeah? Yep. It's a like, good point, actually. Yeah. Like, Marner on the table. Nylander on the table. Um, Who else? Any other studs? Well, I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that. A guy yeah. that's making the lead minimum and a guy that's at the end of his career is the best player on that program. Yeah. Like, he's I would, the best player. Yeah. I would say the only guys who won't get traded are Matthews and Riley. But I love Riley. I think yeah. Riley burns it every night. Yep. I like him a lot. What, um... We should bring some Leaf fans on. On a Zoom call? Yeah. And our ears just start bleeding. <laughs> Fuck. Your dad? Yeah, yeah my dad. <laughs> okay, what, um... I wanted to ask... Oh, you had a story for me. You were driving. And what did you see? You saw the person... What was it? What was he doing? Oh! <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about this. I'm like, fuck, I had a story. I don't know. Where were we going? Or no, we just finished at Divots. We just finished the interview. Yeah, and then you left, and then you're like... Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to the rink. This guy's shaving his face. <laughs> Finish yeah. it? While he's shaving driving. his face while he's driving. Yeah, so we do our interview with our guest. It was me. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> And, I'm, and then you follow me for some reason. You're just bullshitting. And then also I'm like, uh, uh, what? Like, <laughs> this fucking guy's right beside me. Mm. Oh, it was a powered one too. Yeah. Oh, he's got, he's got a Bic razor. It wasn't like KY. <laughs> oh yeah. my. Yeah. Shaving the, his face. That's going to be a, a poll question tomorrow. Bold move. Yeah. Shaving. Dude, it's like 4 p.m. too. <laughs> <laughs> like or, or Late lunch. You got a late lunch yeah. to dress up for the, for the event. Five o'clock shadow. Oh. That's going to be a poll question tomorrow. Should you shave and drive? Yeah. Or, that ha- or have you? Yeah. Have you shaved and drive before? Have you shaved and driven before? While driven. Dri- yeah. While driving. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Funny though. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Because I was trying to think. like, fuck, I had a story, but I don't know what it was. Yeah, that was the story. Guy was shaving his face while he was driving. Okay, next one here. Where was your car this morning? Did you find out? Where's the location of your car? This yeah, is like, a new segment. Dar- <laughs> Where was Rip's car on Brought Sunday to morning? Brought to by Taylor Golf. Choose Taylor always. Um, it was at Dark Crescent. <laughs> yeah, right by the uni. Dark Crescent. Dark Crescent. Your nail gun. Yep. Can you throw darts? Let's no, do... no, dark. Like, if we turn off the lights in here, it'd be dark. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. I think it's a dart. Yeah. Fair enough. Honest mistake, yep. We, uh... That's our new segment. Is, it's funny. Cause, Dude, where's your car? Yeah. Dude, where was your car? Yeah, every Sunday, Rip has to go find his car. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. Yep. Okay, what else we got here? Hockey? Hockey. Baseball. Uh, What's baseball right now? Baseball World Series is just Who's around in that? Uh, the Houston Astros. Hmm, the Cheaters. <laughs> no. What are they cheated for? Yeah, they were. Oh, okay. They're not I, I hope they win. Sick. For dickheads like you. Yeah, because I watched so many baseball no, games. No, I'm just how you're... Remember, you're, I, remember I, knew, I knew cheaters. one guy, I said, weren't they cheaters? You'd say, are cheaters. Yeah, anyways, it's Houston versus Atlanta. Um, we'll have Red Sox. They need him? No. Suck at Troy. Oh. <laughs> that's why we haven't seen him in a week. Red Sox Meltdown. lost. Yeah. Um, Get his tattoo removed. <laughs> getting it zapped off. 
I hope Houston wins just because it's a big fuck you to everyone who's. So they won two years ago? I believe it was three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. That was when they. Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's when they got (laughs) caught cheating, but everyone fucking cheats. Yeah. It's just through the loans, you got caught, and then. Yeah, I hope they win. So it's just a suck it. (laughs) You see that thing on uh, Instagram? It was like Kucherov. I don't know if it was like true or not. Is that fake? But it's like. When is the playoffs in the NHL? April? April, yeah. It's like, see you bitches in April. <laughs> he's on the, he's yeah. on the IR again? Yeah. <laughs> eh, Tampa wins again. Cause oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Sound. Lights went out. Uh, okay. Baseball, you had that. Hockey. Who's hot? Who's not right now? Who's hot? Who's not? Oilers buzzing. Oh, yeah. Are they ever? I saw a stat. It was like McDavid has like 50-some points in his last like 28 games in the NHL. He's not, got, not even. Yeah, not, just making the hardest, best league in the world. Look easy. Look easy. Um, Buffalo, 3-1-1. One, one. Wagon. Yeah. Oilers. Blues, 4-0. and oh. Wow. Yeah, Edmonton, 5-0. and oh. Buzzing. Oh, yeah. yeah, McDavid, what has he got, 13-5 and five right now? Look at Vegas, 1-3. and three. Oof. Hey, it's, how does Seattle do right now? One four and one. Did they win the other night? The whole better? No, they played the. No, yeah, they they were up, and then they, they got they got huskied. That's what, what happened to us. They were that up barn late. was electric. Did you watch? Yeah, it was sick. It cool. I was watching a video on Twitter, and uh, it was Joey Decord, their goalie, was doing like a tour. Their room is nasty. Really? Yeah, got the big S on top on the roof. Like that is sick. Yeah, it's got a. It's like a. Semi-circle room, too. Love to see it. Yeah, it's, it's sick. Um, Chicago's struggling. Five, oh, five and one. Oof. Yeah, Flower. Not doing much out there. He, he's going to miss the playoffs for the first time in his career. That's wild. Can you believe that? Unless he gets dished. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a, that's a crazy stat for you right there. Yeah, no kidding. That's wild. Uh, Montreal, one and five. That ain't good. That's a... They're missing their goalie, their captain. Um, Perry signed with Tampa in the offseason. Like, yeah. Montreal, you, you said Montreal, correct? Yeah. They're not playing great right now. No. But then you see, was it Bergevin just came out and said that it's on him right now? Which I, 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 I love it. He's yeah. basically, it's on me. He's got some balls on him, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's a stud. Weapon. Kate, let's um, go to our guest today, Rip, uh, a three-timer, three-peat. He's a weapon, our golf and hockey insider. It was a shortish chat. It was like 27 minutes with him, but he had to call a hockey game in the National Hockey League. Yeah. But our good buddy James Duthie stopped by again. JD. JD. Talking about the matchup, right, the match or? The face-off. The face-off. Oof. Fuck, I'm tired, man. Ugh. Uh, Sundays. Sundays. <laughs> you can't be. You can't be that exhausted. Not like me. I had to go find my card today. Mm. Yeah. Tell you after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So James Duthie steps in today. Talk. You know, hockey, some golf. Uh, obviously, the master we talked about a little bit. Um, but no, great interview <clears throat> with James. Uh, Rip. Any more thoughts before I send it over to him? Yeah. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was nice of James. He was he was battling an injury. He caught himself shaving right before our interview. <laughs> yeah, he's a gem, dude. He's a I don't know. He's an awesome guy to talk to, and 
I know he had a pretty hectic couple of days, so it was very nice of them to take time and have a quick chat with us. And then two pigeons, yeah, yeah, two losers, <laughs> and uh, just head off right to the studio to watch the Ottawa Senators. Well, if you're if you're listening right now in your vehicle, go watch it on YouTube because you see him dabbing the blood spots on his face <laughs> while while he's shaving. So look at that hack job. <laughs> <laughs> it is only what eight weeks till Christmas. Yeah, that's scary. Okay, here it is, James Duthie. Hope you enjoy it. Off the Hosel is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter & Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter & Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter & Buck on all their social media platforms. Alrighty, welcome back in our hockey insider, golf guy, an all-around great person, uh, familiar face around the world. James Duthie, JD, how's it going, man? Good, boys. I just cut myself shaving too, so if I bleed to bleed openly on your podcast, uh, don't worry. Don't I just popped me, all right. Not that you can see. I'm bleeding too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how are things? I only have you? about four hairs on my face. <laughs> uh, not too much, man. Not too much. Uh, just doing a uh, the return of. Uh, is, is, does this air on tape? Just doing a senators game tonight. I don't, I don't know if you want to make it feel like it's live or if it comes out a couple of days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll go next week, but that's all good, though. That's all right. Oh yeah, yeah. So, just heading in to uh, do a, a senators game, and uh, no, life's fine. Awesome. Okay, so I want to quickly chat about your summer. Uh, how much golf you got in? You know, what were you doing? I know you like to put away the mic and get off of uh, the you know TV for a little bit in the summertime. So, you know, walk us through summer. Well, first of all, I mean, I said this on my podcast last week. Uh, I got my first hole in one. Right. I got to Cabot with Bob McKenzie. And I got vengeance from losing that match last year, which I think we talked about last time I was on. When Jeff O'Neill and I lost to Kyle Dubas and Jerry D. It was a rematch, not as hyped. Myself and Sean McKenzie from Sportsnet against uh, Mark Shifley. And it ended up being Brandon Tanev of the Kraken. Uh, we won on the last hole in dramatic fashion. And so hole in one, match victory, Cabot. I really feel like I should have got consideration for player of the year, along with Cantley and Rom. <laughs> Jay, walk us through Some the would argue. By the way, uh, we're going to – oh, my God, that was loud. You're good. Go ahead. You're good. Um, how's your upper glute injury? You're playing that match injured, so. Well, thank you. Thank you, Turner. Um yeah. Yeah, that was, it was, look, the word hero gets thrown around too loosely these days. <laughs> um, so what happened was uh, I'm playing, I was up in Muskoka, sorry, which is uh, just north of Toronto here, uh, the week before. And, you know, sitting on your ass drinking beer for two weeks and went to play golf, not stretching, not warming up, not doing anything. And, uh, Actually, you know what I did? I was feeling so guilty about drinking all the beer that I did. Like I went on YouTube and did like a, a leg glute workout. 
the day before doing all this stuff I hadn't done in about a month. So I go to the golf course uh, with Pierre Lebrun and no, no, Gino Retta, David Amber. I guess my son was the other one. And just on like a wedge shot on the sixth hole, I just felt this rip. And this is, oh, this is old man injuries. And I was in agony. So the match happened to be like five days later. And I didn't do anything for those five days. And, uh, you know, went to see a Cairo and everything. And he just said, yeah, you tore your glutes somewhere along the way. So I had so many, uh, this is not a good advertisement for you youngsters watching. I had so many painkillers in my system. <laughs> and, and I was swinging, like, I had to hit like three clubs extra on, on every shot that I would normally hit. Uh, because I just, I couldn't turn, look, at, you've probably seen my swing. It's not the best anyway but I couldn't turn at all. And so, and it was funny because Shifley and Tanev and Sean all just destroy the golf ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hit it okay for like an average guy, but not, not in those guys. Like they're all like 320, like off the tee kind of thing. And so there's like a par three that was, I don't know, like 155 downwind or something. And those guys had lob wedges in their hands. And I've got like a seven because I just, I can't turn. And it was so embarrassing, but in some ways, you know how sometimes you get slow down and smoother. And I played, I ended up playing much better than I had last year. So maybe there was a blessing, but uh, uh, yeah, I won with a torn ass. Well, as me and turn, like to say, you got right in the butter zone. We call it the That's butter right, zone when you're there. You just figure it out. doesn't matter what club you're using. They don't ask how. No, you're right. You're right. And uh, it worked okay that day for some, some strange reason. So yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Those guys were, it was supposed to be Tyler Sagan and uh, Tyler had no to fun. bow out. At, yeah. Tyler <laughs> had to bow out at the last second. I'd pre prepared all this, you know, Tyler Sagan chirps. I had like a whole, whole thing full of them. And, uh, and then Tanev showed up at the last second, but uh, they were really good. Like, frankly, I said this on the, on the broadcast, like we got strokes, uh, they're both, they're both one handicaps. Wow. Sean is probably a, maybe a six and a half, seven, maybe, maybe an eight. And I think I was like, my index at the time was eight. So I'm like a 10 or something. So we ended up getting six strokes and the format they play is six holes of best ball. Uh, so you, you know, you hit for your listeners, you hit your ball and one score counts six holes of alternate shot, which is always the most stressful. And then six holes of scramble. So we fell like five shots behind, but sort of back like in the end of the alternate shot, we, we stopped, like we just couldn't miss for a couple holes and caught back up. And, and uh, so you had two, two strokes in a scramble is kind of a, as you guys know, a benefit Absolutely, when you have yeah. two decent players playing. So we, I said to Sean, if we could get to 18, even we had a stroke on 18, we'd have a pretty good chance to win. And that's how we won with the, uh, with the net par. It's like winning with a bases loaded walk, right? <laughs> but uh, it was super fun. Those guys were awesome guys. Okay, James, I want to quickly chat here about the 2021 Masters. You know, Hideki wins, Will Zaltoris is right there. You covered it. You covered it with Graham and Bob Weeks. Uh, maybe touch on too on the transition for, you know, Graham Dillette, you know, on the air with you guys. How's that been? Yeah, it was the saddest Masters for me because I, uh, you guys probably noticed I was in studio for the first time in eight years. Yeah. Because trade trade deadline came on the Monday after the Masters, so uh, 
you know, trade deadline for whatever reason is a big deal at TSN. So uh, I couldn't, we just were worried that I couldn't get back in time if there was a Monday playoff or something. So I had to stay back at home, which kind of sucked, but uh, still tons of fun to watch. And uh, it was, you know, it was, it was, uh, yeah, you know what? It was, it was a little, I, I like masters that are dramatic and that's two in a row now that, Dustin Johnson completely sucked the drama out of the last one. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Hideki kind of did the same down the stretch because he was so great. It was, I, to me, I was nice to see Hideki win, uh, but it was, uh, that's, we need a Masters. We need another one of those. I mean, we were spoiled in 2019 with Tiger. Absolutely. Uh, we, we need another one of those ones with four guys in it, you know, down to 16, 17, 18, which we haven't had in a few years. And uh, so I'm hoping we'll get that this April. But it, it was fine. And as for Dillette, I love the guy to death. He's, uh, he's awesome. And uh, I think he's getting better sort of every time. And uh, this is, I guess, the second year that he's done it. Now he did the two in a row. So uh, I think he's going to be, he's going to be awesome at it for a while. Nice. Rip. All right. So uh, we're going to talk some hockey now. Um, what are you liking so far throughout the season and what are you disliking so far? Uh, it's so early. And the one thing that I would, I've always said is I try not to make any conclusions through at least double digit games, premature speculation or premature evaluation is a male problem that we all have premature evaluation. <laughs> uh, so I, I, and you know, anybody in Buffalo that thinks they're suddenly the number one seed in the East, uh, as we record this undefeated and, uh, uh, you know, the Habs are winless as we record this and it's, I think it's so easy to panic early on and all those things will end up evening out, I think. Um, yeah. But it's, I know individually, uh, you know, it's been fun watching McDavid and the Oilers. I, I think it's fun when the Oilers are good. Uh, so it would be great if they're, you know, or have one of those years. It's not just McDavid dry saddle, but they're good. I think it's a lot more fun uh, out East. You know, I think there was in Toronto, there's just kind of the wait for Austin Matthews for the first few games there, but he looked awesome uh, now in his return. So to me, I just, uh, all I'm looking for early on in the season is to see if there's, you know, some teams that suddenly might've clicked, right. That have been decent teams and maybe they've made those couple off season acquisitions and suddenly it's all coming together. Again, as we record this, you know, Florida looks really good. Yeah, uh, that's Spencer Knight looks ridiculous in that. It's going to be crazy if he plays, you know, most of the year and Bobrovsky sit there with $10 million doesn't play. Yeah, so that's an interesting story. I find Minnesota suddenly looks like they might, they might have something going. So uh, I, I think it's those stories like that to see if there's uh, to see if there's meat on the bone, right. To see if those teams are going to end up being legit or Anaheim looking decent off the start. Can, you know, when nobody picked them this year, can they actually end up contending for a playoff spot? So those are the things I look at early on in the individual stories to see if somebody's going to, you know, we're always, we're going to be watching Ovi for until he retires until he breaks the record. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, um, did you watch the all or nothing? The Leafs? I did. I did. Thoughts on it. So, I had heard that the original cuts were much more in interesting All right. uh, because, and because they like those cameras they had installed in Dubas's office and such were there. Like they were just little cameras that were there all the time. So like anything else, I'm sure they forget about them. 
Yeah. And I'm sure there was a lot of intriguing trade talk and player evaluation talk that ended up on the cutting room floor just because the Leafs said, we can't put that in. Yeah. But it was still, it was still, I love anything that goes behind the curtain, I think is cool. So uh, it, it was neat to see that stuff. And I wish we could see more of that, you know, stuff from the office, a coach putting a guy on waivers or a GM putting a guy on waivers, uh, coaches on the ice talking to guys during practice. I, I like that a lot. And I wish we could see more of it. I, I got the feeling, you know, the Leafs agreed to it and it was probably going to be a 10 part series because they thought they were going to, going to go on a deep yeah. run because it kind of ended abruptly. Yeah. Oh, and now we're out six parts. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that part of it was, and I'm not a Leafs fan, but if you were a Leafs fan watching that, you know, I think it'd be hard to watch in a way because you know, the ending and you know, you know, the ending sucks. Yeah. Right. So all you're really watching is the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, so uh, but it, it, it was neat. Uh, and like I said, I wish more teams would, would air that kind of stuff because I don't think people can get enough of the real behind the curtain stuff. It's kind of just too bad. I mean, like obviously the title's all or nothing and then they just, yeah, they just got to call it nothing. Yeah. So yeah. That, like they lose, but then like, what if you do all the, I think the team should do it from the start to finish the full season. Right. right. And, and they did that. But like, what happens if your team's unreal? Like, let's just say Tampa goes all the way. And they miss playoffs. Like, do you just bank all that film, or do you like? How do you put it out? It's I, I find it like, like what you're saying, right? Like, if you're a fan, I wouldn't want to watch that. I mean, you already know the. Well, answer. yeah, that's the thing. I, look, it's pretty expensive to do, right? You have to have crews yeah. hanging around all the time, um, and you know, for the most part, teams will do it. We see teams doing it more and more often, and they'll release stuff on social media of, you know, some giving away the game puck in the dressing room, which again, I think is great, and you get some good moments in there. But we know it's always sanitized. Yeah. For the most part, right? Teams aren't going to release anything where the captain's yelling at the goalie for letting in a softie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, that that's the only drag, you know. If, I think that the, the the only part that could make it. I'm just talking strictly from a TV perspective now. You'd have to mount cameras, like you could mount, you know, ten cameras, you know, four different ones in the dressing room, two or three in the training room, GM's office, coach's office. You could just mount those and roll them yeah. all year. You wouldn't get you wouldn't get everything. You'd get kind of a CCTV kind of look of things, but you probably could capture some cool stuff. Absolutely. All right, uh, we're gonna stick with the hockey here. Um, you know, any young stud that people might not know of or kind of overlook? Do you think there's any guys that have caught your eye and they think they're gonna make a big bang this year or upcoming years? Wow, that's a great question. And you put me on the spot because I'll I'll miss somebody for sure uh, that I shouldn't be missing. Uh, well, let me just do it. Cause I've done a bunch of their games this year, uh, in the Ottawa senators and Shane Pinto, who's playing their second center right now, I think is, is somebody that, uh, again, nationally, anybody, nobody's really talked about who just looks really, really good. Now, is he going to be a first line center in the national hockey league? Maybe he's not going to be a first line center. That's going to score a hundred points or 120 points or something, but man, he plays the game so well for, for a rookie. Uh, we got to taste him at the end of last season. Yep. I, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm just amazed at how complete a player he is a handful of games into his national hockey league career. So again, I'm not saying you should grab him right away in your fantasy league, but uh, just a, a young guy who's impressed me a ton so far. And disappointing guys thus far. 
to anyone that's not uh, you know fulfilling up. <laughs> uh, you know, by the time by the time you guys air this, the guy who who I, I will name is disappointing. Who will have had uh, eight points in his last NHL three games. First star of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's a tough one. Uh, look, I'll stick with the Canadian teams. Uh, you know, it's a big season for for John Tavares and uh, and Mitch Marner. The toughest thing with the Leafs. I think is no matter what they do, it doesn't matter, right? Because of what we just talked about, the regular season's so irrelevant. So how do you get up for 82 games knowing you have to make the playoffs when nothing you do will matter? Like Mitch Marner could have 130 points and none of it will matter until the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that's fascinating in itself, but uh, you know, I haven't been wowed by, you know, either one of those two guys when there's, there's a lot of heat on them this year, but again, just a handful of games in and, and I could be proven wrong by the time you guys air this thing. You know what? It's one of the best quotes I think I've ever heard. And it's Billy Bean from Moneyball. If you don't win the last game of the season, nobody gives a shit. So you are like, you're right. You can go 82 and 0 and then you lose the first four straight. It, it, it's so true. Uh, like failure, the definition of failure in professional sport, the major professional sports is, is so crazy because of that. Like you can't, you know, Brian Burke always said there's only one parade, but it's, it's so true. Like you, you go to the Stanley cup final, like the Habs did, you know, you're better than 30 now 31, but 30 last year, other teams. And, and you're, you know, I get, I guess that that's a bad example because that season's considered a success, but it sucks like crazy to lose yep. yeah. in the Stanley cup final. And, uh, I guess the, you know, the, the one thing about the individual sports, like the individual sports, like golf and tennis or whatever are, are, they're really hard, but there's more notoriety, notoriety or uh, more credit given to your accomplishments, right? Golf. Okay. So he's got, uh, Ricky's got four top tens in his last seven starts. Nobody says that about, you know, the Oilers, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So there's one thing about individual sport where you get a little more credit for failure. Yes. Wins are all that matters, but for a lot of guys, you know, top tens, top fives, top 25s, making cuts, those things do, do mean something. So I, it would be tough to have every season defined as a failure because you lose your last game when it wasn't really true. Okay. One more here, James, and then we're going to go to our questions from the gallery. Cause we know you got to jump off here and go call yeah. the game. Um, yeah. You're not a big projection guy, but we're going to ask anyways. So early season projections to win the cup. Give us three teams. Uh, I took Colorado. I'm not pretty boring selection. I took Colorado over the Islanders or Tampa. I can't remember. I did the show a couple of weeks ago. I might have, I think I picked Tampa. Um, although I think, you know, Tampa, something's got to go wrong. You just, you can't, it's so hard to win in this league. Yeah, I just feel like as great as they are, somewhere along the way, this they're going to get a bad bounce or a, a key injury at a bad time, and uh, and something's going to happen. I Colorado's not, uh, as we talk, off to the greatest start, but I just think there's too much talent there, and this is the year they finally pull it together. Even though they haven't really made it out of the first round much in the last few years. Yeah, fair enough. All righty, off to our segment called Questions from the Gallery, sponsored by Molson Coors. Meet New Busy Hard Seltzer with 100 calories per 355 milliliters. This variety pack is something for everyone to enjoy, including pineapple mango, blueberry pomegranate, strawberry kiwi, and black cherry lime flavors. Rip, how good are these things? Unreal. Yeah, so make sure you buy them today. 
always and drive and drink responsibly. Look at you guys with all your sponsors on off the hosel. It's very impressive. Well, you can relate to one of ours, TaylorMade Golf. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> They're the best. They are. They're okay. the best. I got three here. Rip might have one or two, and then we'll let you go. They're just rapid fire ones. But um, how many? Hold rounds? on one second. I'm gonna give a let me, I'm gonna give a quick shout out to TaylorMade while we're here. So uh, this is gonna sound like a commercial, and it's not. But I, I play one guy I play with regularly at my club. He's a five years older than me. He's a good player, but he does not hit the ball far. And he had PXGs. Okay. He went down to Arizona and spent like 15 grand on a set of PXGs. They don't sponsor your podcast, right? No. <laughs> and, you know, nice irons and everything. But he was like 80 yards, 60 to 80 yards behind me on the driver all the time. And I was strutting down before fairway right like i'm so much stronger than this dude so he got just got fitted and ended up with uh, the sim 2 driver and the tailor maids and we he had his first round with the driver the other day yesterday as a matter of fact and uh like he was even with me or passed me on a couple and it broke my heart because i always thought i was just you know worked out harder than him and it was clearly just the equipment because i have the sim 2 as well yeah so 100% just the equipment. He literally went up like 50 yards uh, from, from change into that PXC, PXG driver to the tailor-made driver. So the Sim 2, to me, is the single best driver ever made. And uh, I'm, I'm, my cap's down like about three this year. I think I started the year like at 10.8 or something, and I'm like 8.1 now. And I attribute most of that to the Sim 2. So there you go, free commercial. Thanks, JD. Well, as Aaron right. and I always say, these things are cheat codes. So, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Okay, fire away. Okay, how many rounds this year and lowest round? Uh, I think I, on my the app the other day, I think I'm about like 70 wow. Uh, rounds. Wow. And uh, I haven't had like a super, a 77. I've had like 20, no, maybe 15 rounds in the 70s, which is the most I've ever had but it's all been like 77, 78, 79. I was even on 14 T the other day and popped like a 78, which was really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to put up a couple of big numbers during a round. That's my trademark. <laughs> yeah. It's tough part. All right. What is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you while interviewing someone? <laughs> the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me while interviewing someone. Uh, that's just, man, that's a good one. Uh, like she's like shaving and then bleeding on the off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, there's probably a million things on trade deadline. I have guaranteed that I have forgotten, uh, either who I was talking to or where they were traded to before on trade deadline. And so this may not be like a true answer to your question where the public would see it and go, Oh my gosh, this guy's an idiot. But there are times I'm like, oh, God, who is this? And where, where did he just get traded to? Because the day's so long, right? I do about 50 interviews during the day. So then I'll, be, then I'll do something like, so uh, what's your reaction to going to your new team? <laughs> Professional. So I've had a few of those for sure uh, that have gone awry. Um, I can't think of, you know, one completely you know, horrible, awkward, a red face moment. There was one, uh, I'm not going to say the person who the person is because uh, uh, I, I respect them far too much in the business, but I was hosting a banquet 
once, which was a big banquet. Everybody in hockey was there. Hall, Hall of Famers and most of the GMs and executives from the league. I think it was a celebration of Hockey Canada and something with the Hall of Fame. And, and the person was supposed to interview uh, Yari Curry. And they, they went up to Yari Curry's table. And I guess, you know, Yari Curry's aged a little bit, but, but Bernie Perron got up. And so I guess this person wasn't 100% familiar with old players. And so the person says, are, are you ready for the interview? And Bernie Perron says, yep. And so I'm up on stage hosting and then go, all right, let's send it down to Yari Curry. And it's Bernie Perron. And the person goes, so Yari, what was it like playing with Gretzky oh, no. for all those years? And, uh, uh, and, and Bernie Perron answers the question. But like, like, I don't know if he was just like, like, I don't know why Yerry Curry was sitting right at the table and Bernie Perron was like, yeah, Gretz was a great player. You know, he challenged me a lot and, uh, and it went on and it was, it was only about a minute it went on. And then the person realized it wasn't, it wasn't Yerry Curry, but it was, a, it was the most excruciating minute of my life. And like I said, I love this person to death and they're uh, very good at what they do. It was just a you know, they didn't know what Yeri Curry looked like aged, I guess, and didn't know what Bernie, Bernie Front looked like aged. And uh, it was, uh, that was a tough one. So that was probably the most embarrassed I ever was. And it wasn't even me. That's unbelievable. What different yeah. idea just to ride with it. I love it. Just rode the wave. <laughs> uh, post coverage or post on the air beverage and after round beverage. After round, uh, beer, whatever's there. I'm pretty, I'm not a great, uh, you know, distinguished beer guy. So I'll have just like mill street organic or what's ever there I'll have. Uh, I like Mick ultra, even though I, a lot of beer guys don't even consider it a beer, but you know, I like Diet the low beers. carb thing. Yeah. No free ads. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's post round for sure. What was the other one post show? Yeah. Like maybe a trade deadline, but you must be just gas though. Yeah, this is going to sound wussy too, but I'm a big coconut water guy when I'm, uh, when I'm out of, uh, done with thing. And I will, I'm not the type of guy that'll pour like a rum and Coke when I get home off a day like that. Margarita. I, that's a, yeah, no, Bobby Margarita. Uh, <laughs> I, I will not. So, uh, yeah, I'm, that's, I'm pretty lame, but you know what I'd have, I have a glass of red wine probably when I got home from trade deadline with my wife. Awesome. I love it. Rip anymore. No, I'm good. James, man, I appreciate coming on on a short notice here. Um, oh, me- no, boys. You gave me lots of notice. I, I, I'm, I'm really sorry I had a, uh, uh, a crazy last day or so, and uh, I'm sorry I had to cut it short, but uh, I do have to get on TSN so they don't fire me. So uh, thanks yeah. for having me. It's always a pleasure talking to you, boys. You bet. Take care, James. Thanks, James. All the best, man. You too. This episode of Off the Hosle is brought to you by Last Mountain Distillery. Last Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of green country. Our success lies in our commitment to producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Our signature products include Saskatchewan's best-selling, naturally-infused dill pickle vodka, which is on sale all month long at many places across the province. Also, don't forget to try out their new hibiscus lime vodka, only made by Last Mountain Distillery. All right, Rip, there it is. Episode 95. You know, people always ask me. 95 episodes. Some people thought I'd be done already. Quit. Take a break. Yeah, take a break. Nah. Five more. And we're at a hundred.
Yeah. Right, it's four more. Yeah, four more now. Very oh, sick. Like that's un. What happened there? Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe now we're retiring now. <laughs> we'll make it to Greater and that's it. Ninety nine or ninety five. So that's cool. We're here. We're still going. Yeah. We're kicking. It's impressive. And a great interview with James Ethy. JD. Good dude. God, I love that guy. He is. Has time for pigeons like us, as I mentioned earlier. Just like, yeah. And then I said, hey, hey, James, how's it going? Him? What's up, brother? Yeah. Bro. He called me brother. Just at 900,000 followers on Twitter. Bro. <laughs> so, yeah. No, this has been fun. We're still grinding. We're going to get to 100. We are. That is, in one month, we'll get to 100. Affirmative. <laughs> Affirmative, Captain. Rip, anything else you want to rip off before we uh, send it? No, it's uh, got nothing. I don't know. It's been nice. I feel like I'm sitting around a campfire right now in this chair. Yeah, this is comfy. I'm, <laughs> I'm so news fast right now. I'm tired. I'm sorry, fans. <laughs> You're just rotting. Rotting everywhere, yeah. Okay. Um, YouTube, off the hosel. Facebook, off the hosel. Twitter and Instagram, at underscore off the hosel. Make sure to follow, retweet, like, share, subscribe on YouTube. If you want to see our, our mugs on YouTube with some of the biggest names in the world. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's pretty cool. Uh, Rip, we'll talk to you next week. You bet. Hopefully Troy's back. You can carbo baseball. And if the Oilers lose, you can carbo that too. But right now they're hot and you can't really say too much about no. the Oilers. So. I'm an Oilers fan. There it is. We've got two other fans now. All right, everyone else. I, I hope you it. enjoyed this podcast this week and we'll talk to you next week. Is there another great guest for you? Talk to you then. Peace. See ya.